You are listening to a Radio Free Podcasting production. For more great podcasts like this, head on over to RadioFreePodcasting.com. Now, your five-day forecast. But we're not talking about the weather. This is Pop Culture Forecast with your old podcast pal Patrick and special guest host Tim Beasley. He used to have a catchy theme song for this show. What was it? For Pop Culture Forecast? Yeah. And hey, she's butthole. What? No, not that one. Pop culture forecast. Pop culture forecast. No, you used to have the... Come on, look inside. Sure, we'll take it. Tuesday. What, wait, what did I do? What did I sing before? <laughs> that one time you were like, pop, 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 pop culture. <laughs> you cracked me up. You're like, here, you can use that. <laughs> well, yeah, feel free to use it. I'm not going to do it every time because I don't remember what I made I up. Should, I think you should sing it. I made up random shit there, man. Tuesday. What's happening on Tuesday? Uh, Tuesday. <laughs> the old standby. Superman Lois. Oh, so good. You still loving it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, a simple yes would have sufficed. Oh. Okay. Oh, oh we're done. I can't look at you. <laughs> I'm closing my Zoom. Let's watch the trailer. Then I don't have to look at you. <laughs> So good. Oh yeah. So good. So um I know we have another show where we talk about this show. Yeah. But do we want to at least just talk a little bit about the surprise from last week? No, nope, let's just move on in. Okay. All just right, kidding. <laughs> just just what's happening Tuesday? Watch the trailer. Bye. Bye. I mean, do we need to say anything more about this show? It's fucking great. Go watch it. Shut it's your so mouth. Good. Go watch it. Everybody shut your mouth and go watch it. Superman, shut your mouth and go watch this. I'm not going to say it to Lois. No, 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 no. Do whatever you want, Lois. Yeah. Lois, you, you, you have a great day. You do you, Lolo. Stranger. Yeah. You shut your mouth. You <laughs> shut your gorgeous teeth mouth. I kind of hate him. He's got like a perfect smile. Oh. The stranger? I found myself in the last episode just like randomly had the thought, like, how does he fit all those teeth in that mouth? Because mm. he's got like big teeth, but they're like perfect teeth. Yeah. Like he's got one of those smiles that, that I hate him. I hate him for it because it's so good. I'm jealous. Well, I'm going to keep calling him the stranger. I'm not going to ruin it. Oh, you mean? You know. You know. Lex Luthor. Captain Luther. Captain Lex Atron Luther. Lexatron. He's a robot. A robot. A robot from the future of a different world. Hmm. Lexatronic. Dun, 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 
<laughs> dun, dun, I don't know. <laughs> Can't wait to auto tune that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm excited to see that now. I might have to. I, I think I need to invest in Autotune for all the, the gold that you keep laying down on these shows. <laughs> I feel like I'm wasting it. I'm sure there's a free resource out there somewhere. Mm, I'd pay. Autotune.com. Yeah. What are we talking about? The Stranger. Superman. Oh, The Stranger. Oh, Superman. Oh. Lois. Apparently she drinks. What'd she drink? An iced green tea matcha with two sugars, but she drank it in a coffee mug. I was like, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. I didn't know the Smallville Diner had the iced matcha, but all right. I like it. I like it. Very ahead of its time. It's got, it's got what you're craving. What am I craving? Just like this show. Just like the show. Oh. Been craving something better than what we've been getting. And they delivered. Oh, man. Every week. So Every good. Week. It's like I mean, I even I even watch it sometimes going, man, I hope this isn't the week where the wheels fall off, you know? Oh yeah. And they've given me no reason to think that. But you just never know. And then they deliver. Every week I think I think I take a page out of your book when you said the when you talked about the kids in the very first episode, and I'm like, uh huh. Is this the week that their little angsty teenage bullshit comes on the show mm-hmm. or gets to be too much or just yep. doesn't deliver? Nope. They just, mm-hmm. these kids are, I mean, the problem that I have is that they're not real kids because no kids <laughs> act like this. Yeah. But I love it because they're, they're taking that like high road every chance they get. Mm-hmm. They're not playing Which... into the trope that we think that is about to happen. Yeah. Well, and it, it makes sense in universe when you realize, well, they, of course, they were raised by Superman. Even though they didn't know it, their dad was Superman. Yep. Their mom was Lois. They're going to have those values. They're going to, you know, they're going to, even when they get irritated with each other, make things right by the end of the episode. And not in a way that feels forced because uh, we're at the 42 minute mark. They better make it, make up, they better yep. shake hands and make up, you know, like. Uh, it is one of those things where it's more of a like, how long can they keep this streak of good episodes going? I don't yeah. worry because it's just unnatural <laughs> for television to be this good for this long. So there hasn't but been then, a single know, throwaway episode of like, this is the episode there, where we're going to no. every so everyone's going to dance and sing in this episode. Yep. I, I really pray we, unless we get a Mr. Mixelpopusix, like I hope we never get that in this show. Yeah. And even I feel then. like the tonally, even if if it happens, it'll make sense why. Yeah. But I think tonally they'll handle it well. Yeah. I I just hope. I just hope the rest of the like. How do I put this? I just really hope that nothing's ever shoehorned into this because of the need of a crossover. Sure. Just, just leave them alone. If you have to do your crossover, I mean, maybe let this, the writing team from this show decide what the crossover will be because then they'll have control over how far do we have to dip into those waters with our show. Or can it be a thing where it's only kind of like the crossover is happening here and there's just like a little, maybe a mention. Like they, they briefly mentioned the crisis the other day. Yeah. But they didn't dive into it so much where you're going, wait, 
I started with this show. Am I supposed to go back and watch all the other stuff to understand? Just a little, just a little like, oh yeah. For those of you that have been watching, yes, this is, you know. There's still part of it. We're, we're, ad- we're addressing this. It did happen. They do know it happened, but you don't need to know that. Yeah. So. Well, it'll be, it'll be interesting when Diggle comes on, right? Yeah. And to see how they, how they handle that. I think he's in the next episode. Is it? I thought it was episode eight of this season. Okay. And that's up next. So I could be wrong. I thought it was episode eight, but I haven't, I haven't looked or anything, but I'm curious okay. how they'll handle him coming in. Cause it's, well, he's a pretty serious dude too, though. Mm-hmm. So he might, he might fit actually well into it. Cause even yeah. with all the, the superhero shit, he's like, I'm going to put a mask on, but I'm still going to fire a gun. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm still going to shoot some motherfuckers in the face. <laughs> How much do you know about, about what they're doing with his crossover? Thing? Very little to nothing. Okay. Whatever we've How talked much? about, plus a picture I saw online of him as a cowboy. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. I didn't even see that. That's got to be from Legends, right? Yes. Okay. I was going to say it has to be. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I know, well, do you want to know what I read? Sure. No? I don't care. Okay. The only thing I read, they, I think he was maybe asked, you know, like, does this mean we're going to see Diggle as a Green Lantern? And he said, he said Diggle did not accept the calling. Oh, wow. And, th- and this, this like five episode arc deals with the consequences of not accepting it. Like kind of hinted that maybe he will at some point, but, or it didn't, it didn't, I should say, didn't eliminate the possibility that he might down the road, but kind of made it sound like he is not a Green Lantern and there are consequences for turning down the ring. Because it, it said like, you know, Crisis just happened. He just got his family put back together. He's not going to go take a ring and fly off out of space at this point sure. in his life. So, and that's all I've said. So that could be really anything. Just who the hell knows? And that, you know, maybe like we talked about, maybe he is going around and having people look at the ring to see if they can figure out what it was because he didn't want to put it on and, you know, go where it's telling him to go. Could be. It might just be with him deciding because, uh, you know, DC is doing their Green Lantern show on HBO. So I don't think they can delve too far into Green Lantern stuff on on CW anyway. So that might just be the reason. They're just kind of like, all right, we gave the fans what they wanted. They wanted to see him as get a ring. He got a ring, but we're not going to make him a lantern yet. But we still can well, spend some time with him. It's kind of like kind people... of an interesting idea of, you know, in the comics, it's like, well, we got to get right into this, put the ring on, and now you're Green Lantern. We can spend some time with someone debating of whether they want to do this, which isn't, I don't really know if that's ever been done. I wasn't aware you got an opportunity, like a choice, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I thought you're just walking around, and then the ring just, like, all of a sudden presents itself to you and goes onto your hand and then mm-hmm. kind of downloads knowledge into your brain and is like, you're now part yeah. of the Green Lantern Corps welcome here's a gift bag mm-hmm. you know like yeah <laughs> like here's here's your here's your your yeti ice cooler and uh your green lantern t-shirt you're a member of the core now hurrah you know but hurrah. it would be interesting if it kind of came to you talked to you and then you had the choice i mean it is all about willpower right right so it might sense your sense your your ultimate willpower your your kind of willpower i don't know cap or levels right but you got to opt into it. I mean, that's been a thing in Green Lantern lore where they kind of lose their willpower and all of a sudden it becomes mm-hmm. glitchy and stuff, right? Yeah, the ring yeah. is fully charged, but just the heart isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. Or the, they're questioning themselves and all of a sudden, you know, they're flying one moment, they're falling the next. So 
I'm into it. I'm I'm cool if they're gonna like kind of delve into that. I mean, if that's what actually happens, right? And they they yeah. see him kind of going around and figuring out if he wants to put it on or not. And then mm-hmm. if at, at the last episode of whatever it ends on, if he kind of says no, I don't want to do it, and then it flies off to someone else. Mm-hmm. Okay, we still Maybe knew he point, was worthy. Yeah, or at that point he does put it on, and you get to see him in the suit for like a split second, but. Like, you know, maybe that's the case of we, we can't actually pursue this on the show. Sure. We can't give you five episodes of him as a Green Lantern. We're not allowed to do that right now. But we could, we could deal with his journey of from receiving the ring to deciding to put it on. Sure. Kind of like which, Smallville which I think season finale. Keep... He rips open yeah. the, the yeah. shirt to show the, the S, but you never see him actually in the S. Yeah. But see, and I think that they could keep the tone correct in what they're doing. It would be a weird episode if all of a sudden, and this week he's joined by Green Lantern and they go yes. on adventures together, but then Absolutely. he never comes back, right? That that would just that would be feel very shoehorned. Whereas you could have a, a side plot going on with they're still dealing with all their Morgan Edge stuff, and Diggle, not Green Lantern, Diggle comes to visit and he's got questions. Yeah, he might have to go up to the go up to the fortress or something. Sure, pulls up so. pulls up in a in a Yukon. Hi, Clark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, not not drops out of the sky glowing green. <laughs> like, yeah. It's weird, though, if episode eight is the one that in the, the trailer for it, they didn't show him at all. So I'm wondering if, you know, the numbering's off or something. I don't know. Because like, like, it feels like that'd be the selling point. Like, next week, Diggle. Unless they're doing something where he's only in part of it and they don't want to sell the episode on something that's not the, the main story. Looks like you might be looking something up. Yeah, it says he's he's supposed to direct one of the episodes, wasn't he? Oh, you know what? I think he might be directing that one. Oh, he directed last week. Oh, okay. All right. So he he directed Man of Steel, which was the episode title last or this past week. So, so maybe we just kind of assumed he was directing the ones he'd be in. Yeah, you know. Maybe early on when they said, hey, he's going to come back for one of one episode of each show. Also, he's going to be directing. It's like, oh, OK, he's directing the ones he's in. But yeah, weird that they don't have it listed like where he's at. This is a very, very preliminary look at what happens from this refusal and what it means to his destiny. We simply get into the pre- preliminary physical effects of his refusal of whatever it was in that box. Aha. Ah, so found an article and uh, he's talking about. Um, so Ramsey elaborated on the effects that Diggle is experiencing after his encounter with the box, debilitating headaches, and he's hearing voices. He goes to Gotham to get help with this to see a physician there. And in the meantime, his Argus story continues. His wife is still head of Argus and he's co-head. And that's part of uh, what he brings when he goes to these cities. He's there to assist and help in whatever way he can with his access to Argus. That's a very big part of who he is. Mm. So, however, his appearance in Legends of Tomorrow will be an outlier. According to Ramsey, he's playing someone else entirely. Interesting. It's weird. He's a historic character, a historical Western character. Oh, here we go. Ramsey's return will begin in the Sunday, June 13th episode of Batwoman. So I, I, if they're doing them all in the same week, which I'm not sure if they are, but we can at least expect that we're uh, at least two weeks away from seeing him on Superman. Uh, so I, I took an easier route. 
So okay. went to <laughs> went went to IMDb and he's gonna be on episode one point one two for Superman and Lois. So I guess assume that's episode twelve. Right. And, and then he's gonna be on uh six point two six point one two on Supergirl, so episode twelve. Which okay. should be coming up very soon, if not already done. Uh they took a break after seven or eight episodes, so it's got to be coming up then. Huh? Yeah, so that I would no tell me that, that this one. is I, it, well. Yeah, you know what? These can't all be the same week because <clears throat> three of the five shows air on Tuesday nights. So one will be during Superman, and one will be when Superman takes another break and Supergirl comes back. So makes sense. He'll just—I mean, I think that's better than doing it as all at once. Just have him popping in and out, like sure. You're supposed to believe that in one week he went to all these places. That's kind of like a cool thread that goes through the seasons that he's he's traveling around, and I hope it it means that you don't really have to see them all. So if you're not following all of the shows, that you'll still enjoy his appearance on Superman and not be like, "What this this makes no sense without the rest of the universe." And if sure. if you're watching everything, then you get a little more out of it. So small small girl. Mm-hmm. Small Girl just had uh, episode seven on yep. May 11th. That makes sense. That makes that sounds right. So it'll be a while before we get to episode 12 because they're on a break right now, right? Yes, they're on a break till. Either they're on a break till Superman finishes or takes a break or if Flash takes a break and then they put both the super shows on the same night. Something like that. Super shows. Because I don't see them stacking three of their shows in one night. Ooh, and it doesn't even say when he was on, when he's going to be on Flash, so that mm-hmm. hasn't been updated. Interesting. Well, there you have it. Well, that was a big conversation about Tuesday that had nothing to do with Tuesday. Eh, it's got a little bit to do with Tuesday, just not this Tuesday. I will say, <laughs> I will say the the next episode looks good because we're going to mm-hmm. get a lot more of the backstory of the stranger. It looks like a lot more off-world, like his world conversation, his world antics. Not antics, but, you know, we're going to get to see more black suit Superman, evil Superman, which we got almost too much of in this last episode. I mean, a great amount, but doing stuff I didn't want to see him doing. Hmm. So, but stuff that absolutely makes us understand why the stranger is doing what the stranger does. Right, right. Like, completely understand his, his issues. Mm-hmm. And then tons of fucking exciting stuff. Like, I, I was so happy I stayed up and watched that on Thursday night. Same. I think, I think I might have watched it. Like, I watched it as soon as it posted. It's uh, Thursday. Tuesday. Why did say Thursday. Yeah. I don't know. I know what you meant though. <laughs> yeah. But I said Thursday. I, I was like, wait a minute, that was bad match. What am I talking about? Like. I was so exhausted when I was watching it that I only got through. I fell asleep like halfway through. And when I woke up the next morning, I was like, nope, rewinding. I need to see how this turns out. So it's, I mean, it's that good of television. It's not yep. some of these other shows. It's like, it's good stuff. I'll get around to it, but nope. Yeah. There's stuff that I watch while playing games on my phone. Mm-hmm. And then there's stuff that I hold the laptop for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This exactly. is a hold the laptop show. Like I want to enjoy this. This is, this is a, uh, I plug in my phone in the other room to charge while I watch because I know I won't need it. Yeah. I know I won't be looking at anything else while I'm watching this. Even during the commercials because I don't want to get distracted. I just, you know, I might zone out, but I'm just waiting to come back. 
Some but. sometimes I'll get on my phone because I'm like, wait, who is this person again? Like I want to see what else they've done. Yeah. Like, like the stranger. I had to look him up. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> mm. Why don't I know you? Where is he here? from? I don't remember. Yeah, that's all right. Don't worry about stuff. it. Stuff. I'll look it up myself. The movies. How about that? <laughs> He's an actor. I figured that much. He's a thespian. Acting. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Wally Parks. He was on the last. I don't think I saw him in that. Premium Rush, I think, is where I saw him from. Mm, okay. It's a movie about uh, bike messengers. You know that? Mm-hmm. No? I saw it. The Town. But he was oh, just Boston that. Police Sergeant Ryan. He was in a couple episodes of Superstore. He was in the last uh, season of The Vampire Diaries. I don't really remember the last season of Vampire Diaries because it got so weird. Hmm. So I don't have to look that back up. All-American? Did you ever watch that? Isn't that a CW show right now? I don't know. Football player or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's on season one and two of that. Okay. It's in its third season. It's renewed for a fourth, apparently. Okay. Did some other, like, small things in the beginning of his career. A couple different, three different Law and Orders. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> Four different Law and Orders, my bad. Wow. He was on Law and Order, Law and Order, twice. Hmm. Criminal Intent and Special Victims Units. I said units. It's got some some fun stuff in there. That goddamn smile, though. I hate him. Do you think his daughter died? Uh, I I got confused for a second when they were doing the back and forth scenes, and for for just the first scene when they show her, I'm like, oh, he brought her with him. She's here. And then I watched a little closer. I'm like, oh no 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 nope. He's remembering. Yep. Just nope. for a split nope. no second, scar. I'm like, oh crap, she she's alive. Uh, I got the impression. I mean, didn't he make it sound like evil Superman destroyed the whole world? Or no? What do you think? I mean, he just—he said he's destroyed my world. What does that mean? Yeah, uh, he destroyed a big chunk of his world. But I guess it depends on if he left his world willingly. True. Right. So if he didn't leave willingly, sure, he's on a new world, and he's like, "I know I have to." They haven't figured out yet that Superman is bad. I've got to destroy him. If he left willingly, his daughter's got to be dead because why would he leave her? True. Right. Like, oh, okay, the Superman's going to kill us all. You know what? I'm going to go kill a Superman on a different planet. See ya. <laughs> yeah. So my my impression, once I realized it was a it was a flashback, was, oh, she dead. Well, that's that's kind of my thought there is, like, if, if he was trying something and then he got zapped to another planet and it yeah. took him a while to get, like, to realize where he was and now, I don't know. I, I kind of don't I want them like, to be setting up a, like, I'll help you get back to your Earth and fight your Superman. Right. Yeah, because I felt like if if he got if he was sent here against his will, like if like you said, if he was just zapped, then why would he be spending his time trying to kill Superman versus trying to figure out how to get back? True. Like priorities, man, priorities. 
If he lost everything. So, if he lost everything, there's no place to go back to. Yep. Then then this is like the way he's, you know, from his point of view, his the closest he's going to come to revenge is stopping him before he does it again. Yep. I don't know. So many questions. Yep. So many questions. And you know what? We're going to get answers in time. And that's what I hate about it. Because I want them now. In the next, uh, in the next, somewhere in the next eight episodes. And by that, I mean in the eighth of the next eight episodes. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, it's a lot of episodes, man. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Tuesday. Tuesday. What comes after Tuesday, Tim? Wednesday. What about Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday? Well, what do I always say about Wednesdays? Uh, throw them away. They're worth nothing. There's almost never anything good on Wednesdays, so I go find something random. Like, for example, Wednesday is the birthday of comedian Dana Carvey. Okay. So I'm recommending... The Master of Disguise? Years ago. The Master of Disguise. I should have made my pick The Master of Disguise. Look, if you want to watch The Master of Disguise instead of what I recommend, go right ahead. Well, I'm curious what this is. This is a documentary called Too Funny to Fail. It's the story of what he tried to do after SNL with the Dana Carvey show, which was a sketch show. And when you see like who was involved with it, at first you're like, this is amazing that this didn't actually make it, but it didn't. Let's watch the trailer. Okay. Dana Carvey show, total disaster, total disaster. Celebrity Apprentice, our ratings are so huge. Fantastic. That show, not so good. Not so good. Okay. It's the Dana Carvey show. When I left SNL, I kind of decided that it'd be fun to do sketch comedy again, but with more creative freedom. I, I couldn't believe they gave us all this talent and money to do the show we wanted to do. <laughs> the head writer, a guy who was only like 29 at the time, completely unknown. His name was Louis C.K. Here we are in the, my office. We had to put the team together, but they were absolute nobodies. Big news from Brown's Chicken. I mean, these guys were nothing. <laughs> <Wow>. Thanks. <laughs> it's absolutely true. Hi, I'm Stephen Colbert. My wife, she was out of a job. I was out of a job, and we had a brand new baby. Why, why am I an actor? My brothers are lawyers. I am funny. My agent told me. If it doesn't happen for you soon, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Thanks for the support. Man, we had hired badass nerd pirates to blow up the system. I've had myself surgically fitted with a hands ass. It was being marketed as this kind of fun show. And I think people were like, what the fuck is this? Look at all these talented people. Look at our star. The idea that anything could go wrong with this show made no sense to us because ABC was putting it on primetime. So you can go watch that right now. Yeah, it's it's been out for a couple of years, but oh damn, I think it it's you know kind of went under the radar. Yeah, see, this um, is the kind of I, shit I hate when like I find yeah. out about good stuff. I'm like, oh, this is coming out. I'm like, no, it's been out, bro. It's, it's just there. somehow yeah. Hulu or the algorithms or Netflix or whatever doesn't show it to you. It's like yep. motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I will definitely it, watch it, that. It popped up in my recommendations one week, and I I don't even think I made it through. I was busy, so I'm like, let me start watching this. And then I start, you know, I didn't see it again and never recommended it again, so I haven't finished it. And then I was like, 
Dana Carvey's birthday. What should we watch with him in it? And then I remember that. I'm like, I need to go back, A, finish that. Probably just start it over from the beginning because it's been so long. Yeah. Because I think it recommended it to me right when it came out, and then I never heard about it again. And I enjoyed what I saw. It was... I I remember that there was a Dana Carvey show. I probably watched it back then, but I didn't know who any of those people were then. Sure. So these years later, I don't remember that Steve Carell and Colbert were on there. Had no idea. <laughs> I learned about them on the on the Daily Show when they were correspondents, you know. So yeah, it's a good watch. It's definitely a good watch. Well, I I love yeah. I love watching comedians talk about like the come up. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever watched uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love that show. Yeah. First off, I watch that show and it always makes me want to go get like a latte or a cappuccino or something. Yeah. I always want to have a cup of coffee when I'm watching that. I don't really even that much care about the cars, but yeah. I love the I'm comedians talking about the comedians. Yes. Like, I love that aspect of it. So I'll make a cup of coffee and sit down and watch it. I, I really hope he makes more. I don't think he's going to. Mm. He did like four seasons of it. I don't think he's going to make more. But man, I would love for him to talk to more comedians and drive around and get some coffee and food and stuff. Like, I don't think they'll do it nowadays. I mean, it's two people sitting side by side for an hour. I don't think they'll yeah. do it. But hopefully he'll make some more in the future. Well, my my guess is, you know, with some people you can go, oh, when they need some money, they'll do it. He's not going to need any money anytime ever. I was no. going to say anytime soon, but anytime ever. I think it's when he gets bored. Yeah. It's like, this is an easy show to make. I would love to just sit and have a coffee with these people anyways. So... I wouldn't be surprised if it comes back. I just don't think it'll be soon. Well, and that that was the genius of it. It's he's a car guy. Mm-hmm. He likes getting coffee. And he likes talking mm-hmm. comedy with comedians. The only problem that I have with it is that he he's an older comedian, right? Like, and mm-hmm. yeah, he still goes out. From my understanding, before pre pandemic, he still goes right. out and does some sets and everything. But I don't know if he's going to have like some of the newest comedians on there. Like, right, right. That would be awesome to to hear. I mean. I listen to Joe Rogan all the time, so I doubt Joe Rogan would do it, but that would be cool. Or some of the guys that have been on his on Joe Rogan's show. I would love to see those comedians like from that group, but they're probably in a different kind of place than that. But there's a lot of like young comedians that I would love to hear their stories. And not young by like young, young, like ten years old in terms of comedy. Mm-hmm. Seven, mm-hmm. ten, twelve years. Whereas you got Jerry that's, you know, forty years of experience, right? Like it's a lot different. But I've rewatched some of those episodes because it's just fun watching comedians talk about how they came up and where they failed and what jokes they found funny and how they had to adjust to the time. So this this kind of documentary is like right up my alley. Like I will definitely watch this. Especially just knowing basically, I mean, from the trailer, from the concept that it's not just about their rise. It's about how the show failed. That's yeah. what was so funny. And That's it was exciting. so enjoyable because... And and to know, like, you don't have to feel bad for them because all of them did just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you look at all those names so, on there, all those pictures so you, like shit. OK. Yeah. So as you're watching, it, you don't feel bad for anybody. You're just like, you can't believe it. You yeah. Know? You because because really, if someone had told you, did you know there was a show with all these people in it? You're like, how did I miss this? Well, because it got canceled. Yeah. Like, what? How could that be bad? So that's Wednesday. Looks like a fun Wednesday. I think it's going to be a fun Wednesday. You know, it's not going to be a fun Thursday. This Thursday. Thursday. Because as good as it's going to be, it's the final episode. Yeah. Well, of the year, of the season, but still. I'm Is excited it... to see how this wraps up, but I'm, I'm, it's, it's been so, such a great ride. I'm really sad it's over. 
Is it finale of SVU and organized crime or just organized crime? I think just organized crime. Okay. SVU usually does much longer seasons than this. They, they, I would imagine, unless it's because of COVID, I would imagine they'd be in like the twenties for the season. That's what I was going to say. I know SVU is supposed to have a shorter, like a truncated season, mm-hmm. but I don't know what that means. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. It will consist of only 16 episodes. Ooh. This, this might be, be the last. June 3rd will be the last episode. So, yeah. Yep. It's so, the last for both. So, this is finale for SVU. Season for finale for SVU and Organized Crime. Yeah. Which is a bummer. But, I guess, the next, I don't know, rest of the summer on Thursdays, I'll probably catch up on some SVUs that I missed. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. It's a bummer, but we already know they're coming. But they're both coming back with right. full on seasons. Full on seasons. So yeah. it's Something it's not like to. we don't know what's like. What's a show that just came out that? There's a show on Netflix. What the fuck is the show called? It's the uh, the Bone and Darkness or whatever the one that. Right, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I forget yeah. what it's called. That has had no discussion from what I can find online about a second season. Okay. They set it up absolutely for a second season, but there's been no right. discussion. Netflix actually has a bunch of shows like that that they don't they don't talk about until it's like it's coming next week. It's like what the fuck? But at least we know this is coming back. We're like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. These characters that I I enjoy seeing and I want to follow for another twenty four weeks, <laughs> I'll yeah. at least get I'll I'll get some time with them. You know, next year. Well. And I think we've already discussed this, but one of the great things, and if they have announced this, I haven't seen it, but they haven't, from what I understand, announced if next season will be a new storyline or is it going to pick up from this one. So literally have no idea what's going to happen Thursday with this storyline, Are they gonna, if they're going to wrap it or not. And if you do know, you can go ahead and keep that to yourself. <laughs> for organized crime? I, yeah, I haven't heard crime, anything I specifically. I just know that they, when they came out and they said the show will consist of that like single storyline. Now... Mm-hmm. Will they continue that into season two when you get, instead of 10 episodes, we're going to get 24 episodes? Because 24, I mean, I guess like, I don't know, did shows like The Shield and stuff like that? I can't remember how long of a season they got. I think those were shorter seasons because they were on like FXX and all that shit. Yeah. But I feel like 24 episodes of them following the same crime family might be a little long. Yeah. Like I would, I wouldn't be surprised. Ten was a little was, long here. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it's like eight, eight, eight. I would love you know, that. We talked about break, that before. Like eight, little break, new story, little break, new story. That would be cool. I would cool absolutely love that. That would make sense because I think, like I was saying, I think this one you take, you have to take a little bit more time in season one because you're setting up the team. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple yeah. episodes there where, like, yeah, I mean, you don't even episode one has nothing to do with the team. Episode two is when the team actually gets together. Episode three is the first time you see a lawyer. So it's like, okay. Right. <laughs> All right. Now right. now we're well established. We could do it. I think you could do it in eight episode chunks and be totally fine. Mm-hmm. And to your point, it would it would make total sense. Do eight, take a little break, give us a little palate cleanse, right? Come back, like what, like three weeks, four weeks later? Yeah. Eight episodes, start a brand new arc, palate cleanse, next eight. Boom. I would love that. Yeah, because there was a show that I used to watch, and I know I think you said you only watched the first season. Uh, I watched all the seasons of 24, and they would tell one story over, you know, 24 
consecutive hours. But even then, around the midpoint, right after like the 12th hour, the story would take a huge turn and you'd find out that almost every season, it would be such a big turn. It was like, we're, we're almost starting a new story. Yeah. Like, oh, we beat the villain, but we found out there's something totally different going on that we didn't know about. So it's the same story, but we're going in a different direction now to make you feel like we, we could not drag one story over 24 episodes. It's just too much. So, and, um, so yeah, I think eight, eight feels right. Tell me three stories over a 24 season, 24 episode season. But let's watch the trailer for the finale. I've, I've just got the organized crime finale here okay. because I didn't realize the SVU was also ending. Richard Wheatley has been charged with a number of very serious crimes. I won't stop it. I know what justice is. You know, a lot of times I'm like, that didn't show me anything. And this time I'm like, yeah, don't show me anything. Because the thing is, I'm already going to watch. Just, what? just all you had to put in there was season finale. Just a little reminder, like, hey, don't forget. <laughs> What do you want to see though? Do you want to see Wheatley with end up in cuffs and is like his kids turn against him too? Or do you want to see him with a bullet uh, in his chest? I don't know. Cause I'm trying to decide if like, if they do three, eight episode arcs, if it's worth revisiting this or if it's like, what if he, they have some like shorter arcs next year, like, like we said, eight episodes, but there's also this B story kind of running through it slowly, like his trial or, they they could go either way. There's still a lot, you know, there's still a lot to deal with, but I mean, they're pretty close. I didn't think that. I didn't think that he, they were going to arrest him last week. I forget what the name of the episode was. Do you recall what, what the name of the seventh episode was? Everybody takes a beating sometime. Okay. And when I saw that, I was like, Oh, everything's going to go wrong. I thought it was going to be one of those where they've got it all set up and it's and it the episode looked like that's what was going to happen when they moved to the location like everything leading up to it I was like their their bust is going to go totally wrong and he's going to get away at the end of this year and we're just going to set up a new op next year of how we we take this guy down so when they arrest him at the end I'm like okay so either he completely beats the rap at the end of this episode and we know what next year is going to be or maybe we wrap it up. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I feel like... I just feel like if he gets out, I don't think you can make a whole year out of what where we are now. You know? No. So unless it's no, like no, a, no. a B story next year. That's the only thing I, I like, think. I feel like they have a really interesting opportunity here to bring in great actors as villains for small stories. Yes. So yeah, I would yeah. I would personally like to see this Dylan McDermott story wrapped up tomorrow or next week. I think yeah. I think that's best I don't want him to die. I want, I mean his kid is cracking. Like his kid was crackling yeah. like an egg like. Mm-hmm. So I th- I think he'll get out and then his kid'll flip on him. And I think they'll have him for even more and it'll be he'll be trying to get away. He'll be trying to you know, skip bail or whatever, right? Um I just don't want I don't want Elliot to kill him. For some reason. Right. Mm-hmm. But I also, I do want to get to the bottom. I do want to know if his his ex-wife actually did yeah. really order the hit or yes. is just play, and playing the part him. or if she just said something in anger and mm-hmm. he took it. I feel like the way he said it to him, like, I feel like she really did order the hit. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like she's been fucking with everybody. She seems too smart and too on the ball. Yeah. And for her to know who that, Elliot was the whole time, I feel like she's yeah. playing him. Like she's just been messing well, with them and she's just continuing he, to mess with them. He didn't just say, Hey, she ordered it. He said, I record everything and you'll find the tape. And then she said, well, that's what he does. But that's, they've, they've shown already that he does record everything. Yeah. So just makes me feel like that's what we're going to find out next week. And, and I mean, I forget what kind of deal they gave her, but I don't even know if they can get her on it now. Remember? Well, they gave her queen for a day. Like anything that she, anything she confesses to, they give her immunity for. Right. But I don't know if that would, could be, if that would count. Like if all of a sudden, if she Mm -hmm. said like, look, I told him like, you know, I want this motherfucker to pay Mm -hmm. for killing my son. But I didn't know he would actually go through with it. And then and then there's video of her going like, I want him to look. I want to see his eyes when, when she dies yeah. kind of shit. I don't know if that would count. You know what I mean? I think that would be something different. Like I think that would be something different. Like, that's like premeditated murder imp- versus like. Yeah, well, and I think that's important that they they specified what yeah. her day would be. They didn't just say, she, they didn't just say you're going to get immunity from everything. Yeah. They made it clear you're going to get immunity from whatever you confess to now. And she's she's basically said I I I didn't want her to I like I I authorized it or I said it out loud but I didn't say it out loud kind of deal right, right so right, right. but if there's all if there is a tape of her like literally plotting then I think she's got to go down and I I think like that would give me much more joy to see her go down that way like mm-hmm. her go to jail and him go to jail yep yep then Elliot kill either of them right like I think that would bring me because that's Elliot ultimately winning mm-hmm. i feel yeah, like him shooting point, someone is just gonna uh, it's gonna bring up old demons and stuff it's gonna yeah it's, it's just gonna be the same i want to see him have the shot and not take the shot kind of yeah. which he yeah. kind of did he kind of did in this last episode mm-hmm. i was happy he didn't he didn't just fire on him in the subway he he fought him he put him against the wall he cuffed him brought him back i was to me, that's progression because you got the man that ordered the hit on your wife. Mm-hmm. He could easily put a bullet between his, his eyes and call it a day. But he yep. wants to see him go to jail. And I think there's a lot of opportunity there. Well, and he's been present for all three arrests. When they got Isaac, he was there and you thought he was going to lose it. Yep. Then he was there when then they arrested Mrs. Wheatley and then he was there for Wheatley. So. I kind of wonder what this last one has in store. And it, it might be the last episode might be kind of like prosecution of Wheatley and, and end with them finding the tape of her and what happens, you know, there's gotta be some action and it. it can't just be all about people that are already locked up. <laughs> so sure. either, I mean, somehow he gets out, something's got to happen in the, in the world. It can't, this, this isn't, it's, this isn't going to be the all courtroom episode. That's, that's not a big enough punch. Yeah, yeah. It's not a big enough punch. That was the only reason I thought, well, if they do carry it over the court side of it could be the B story of next year. He's doing other things, but this is still going on the prosecution of it. If they're setting up like, well, what if he gets off? And then that ends up being one of the three stories they tell next year. But I don't think that's the case. I'm like, I'm with you. I want, I would like to see this wrapped. It's a, that what a great first season that would be. They tell this story and they tell it in its entirety. Yeah. And 
they don't waste your time with any other side stories. Yep. They don't go, and now he's got to go work this other case. No, exactly. there's no other case. Exactly. That's what I really love about it is like, we're going to get a straight shot of seeing start to finish on a case, mm-hmm. which we kind of get in like SVU and stuff. But that's what I like about this is like, this is long, long form. This is, this is real police work. Like it takes forever mm-hmm. to build these cases and yep. shit happens and twists and turns take place and people die and people go missing and people get cold feet. And we get to see that it's not just like, like law and order this last week, dude got cold feet. And then two minutes later, he's in the, you know, mm-hmm. he's in the courtroom giving a speech and, and putting his wife away. It's like, what the fuck? Right. You just you have to wrap it up ago, in one ex- night. Exactly. It's yeah. gotta be done. Unless, unless it's a two or three episode arc, but this one wasn't right. right you right, know, right. they have a Which couple of rare. those. Exactly. They and do, I love when, those. Yeah, exactly. I love those when it's like, when you know that you're getting it to be continued, I'm like, yeah, cool. If the story's good, if it's a bad story, then I'm like, God damn it, just hurry up. Gotta watch this again next Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think what they've got a really unique a unique place here, and I think I mean I don't know what else Dylan McDermott's got on his plate, but I he's not he's not like an ultimate bad guy. He's not a murdering, rampaging psycho. He's very calculated in what he does. Mm-hmm. That's why I would love to see Elliot beat him at his own game. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean that seems like a, a- a better ending. He could have charged in there at any point in time and just shot him. Mm-hmm. That's not who. That's not who I want Elliot to be. Like I want to see progression. I want to see him beat him in a very. I want to see him beat him with the law. Honestly, not with brute force. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now I have a question for you in this last episode, and I feel okay. like, as a homeowner now, and as I'm getting older, this really annoyed me. Okay. But if you hired some guys to take out your security detail and they shot the dude in the head and he fell in the pool, wouldn't you yell at that motherfucker? Why did you shoot him into the pool? Do you know how much it costs to, I'm going to have to fucking drain the pool. hire a a pool cleaner. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I got to drag his body out. There's blood in the pool. Do you know, I got to, I got to drain the pool, then get new, I got to get new chlorine tablets. I got to have a guy come out here and scrub that shit. Could you just shot him against the wall? Could you shot, could you kneecapped him? Why did you have well, to shoot him had, into the pool? They had a big enough team. They could have walked him out, driven him somewhere, and, yeah. and shot him somewhere else. He knew he was done. He was Even if he drew, he wasn't going to get all of them. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just so annoying to see. That. I, I know it looks cool. Oh, floating in the pool of his blood. Yeah. But as as I'm like, dude, that shit doesn't get out of grout very well. Like, <sighs> the tile, bro. It's Italian marble, okay? That's porous. It's going to soak that in there. You got to get that out of there. Well, and another thing, completely unrelated, but also like along the lines of things in the episode that bum you out. It was sad that Gina was actually dead. Yeah. But it wouldn't have made any sense if she wasn't. At least this show has proven that it's grounded. Yeah. They didn't they didn't set up a uh, the shooting to be like, yep, no one survives that shooting and then go, Oh, but wait. So it's I, such a bummer when they found her. I didn't but, understand how they knew where to look though. Uh, they said she left clues and then didn't they find her? They found a lighter, but they also found her cell phone. So maybe when she knew something was up, she dropped her phone and they just tracked the late, the, Found found the phone. I'll need to go back. I thought they were holding a finger at one point. I was like, "What the fuck is that thing?" I thought they were holding a lighter, and then someone else walked over with a phone that had her picture in it. 
Okay, maybe. Maybe that was what I missed. And that's what I, yeah, because it happened fast. Yeah. You know. They gave the dog um, something to sniff, and then the dog, I was like, what is that? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. I must have just missed whatever they were holding, but, and I was curious if maybe, like, Isaac called it in anonymously or something, mm. but then you never hear anything about it, because Isaac's basically missing the next morning. Yeah, exactly. But I really, I thought, I thought Richie was going to blow the deal, too, when he stepped up to uh, the Italian, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, what are you doing, dude? Don't. Uh, don't ruin this. Yeah. So many things were going wrong that, that I really thought it was going to be that kind of episode. Like yeah. they had everything in place and then, you know, Gina gets killed. Isaac disappears. They, they found that, that little camera. So they changed the location. I'm like, this has all the makings of, of that episode. You know, yeah. like, did you ever watch breaking bad? Sure. Where that was pretty much what would happen most of the weeks in between the, the beginning and the end of the year. <laughs> like, sure. Walt has a plan to get out from the, th- under the thumb of, of uh Gus Fring and it almost works. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's totally what I was getting the vibes of like, oh, they had it. And then one by one, the all the thing, you know, when the other the other cops leave them, I'm like, everything is going wrong. Everything. That one annoyed me. Yeah. But and I was curious because I don't know anything about how, you know, police work. <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. how like because he's like, we've got six other warrants to deliver today. And I'm like, would you schedule that many in a day? Like, is that how that normally works? Where you're like, we haven't even started the first one, but another one's about to pop off. Like, cause in a lot of other shows, like they show cops showing up to crime scenes and there's people everywhere and tape everywhere. Yeah. And it takes forever. And I'm like, I've seen shit on the internet of just like first amendment audits where people are going out just to record the cops. And the cops are just like looking into something and there's 15 cops and 13 squad cars and tape everywhere and it's like fast forwarding four hours later and nothing's happened so I'm like esu yeah. is knocking on eight doors a day like what okay they just go break down a door fire on some people and then go on to the next thing like it was weird mm. to me well the one thing i know i was thinking about this i'm like the one thing i know about the police is all the departments fight with each other. And I'm like, I know this because I watch a lot of police shows. So who knows? I don't know anything because everything I know about the police, I know from police shows. <laughs> and this goes all the way back to watching Die Hard. The police and the FBI don't get along. You know what I mean? That's like on every police show. That <laughs> is like Exactly. Why are we giving this over um, to the feds, Captain? This is our case. Exactly. So I don't know. I mean. Who knows? Maybe they have that much work to do in a single day. There's 20 million people that live in that city. It is a big city. Work in that city. city. I think there's 8 million people that live in it and and another 12 come in to work. Like commute in or something like it. It's some ridiculous number. So it's going to be a good Thursday. It's going to be a good Thursday. And may I recommend something sweet for Friday? Do it. Friday. Sweet tooth. Is this the first official trailer? Uh, It's the first official trailer that I've seen. Um, I had seen photos. I think I showed you a photo of Momoa in the the purple suit, but I haven't seen a yep. trailer, so I'm definitely excited to see yep. this trailer. Uh, I was in the comic book store, I want to say two, three weeks ago, and it had just dropped. And the guy that, that works there is like, did you watch the Sweet Truth trailer? It just came out. I'm like, no, nah, I didn't see it. And I came back the next week. He's like, did you watch it? I'm like, no, nah, I haven't seen it. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure the third week they were talking about it. I'm like, oh, he's going to ask me again. I'm like, I need to go home and watch this. So I did just that. You're like, hey, can I use your bathroom? And he just watched it in the bathroom. I I could just sit there in the store and watch on my phone. But every time he brought it up, I was like, oh, yeah, I was going to watch that. Well, let's take a look at it. Jesus. 
Once upon a time, oh, as an adult, bad people ruled the earth. They were greedy and self-destructive. So nature made everyone sick. Excuse me, are you a doctor? And then a miracle happened. They called them hybrids. Your kind. It's your job to live a full life. But some bad people are still out there, Gus. If I hear a voice, I will run. If I see a human, I will hide. We have reason to believe that you are harboring an animal child. Okay, not the movie I thought we were looking at. Nope. You were thinking of Slumberland. I was. I had to look it up. Yeah. I'm like I did because that, that's also like a when, like the he's helping a little girl, I think, in that movie. So Yeah. Well when you said it, I was like, that's the same thing as this? And they didn't put him in the trailer? How weird. And I'm like, hmm. Let me take a look at that while we're watching the trailer. I looked at him, I'm like, I looked at the cast, I'm like, he's not listening to cast. This is getting weirder and weirder. Let me see what he's working. I'm like, uh, 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 well, there it is. As soon as it was like uh, there, the world gave birth to your kind hybrids. I was like, "This ain't the movie." <laughs> like, yeah, that's supposed to be like a girl going through nightmares and shit. I'm like, "No, no, right, I'm right. looking at the wrong thing here." This looks well, cool too, though. You said it. I'm like, that would totally make sense with what you showed me because all all I saw from Slumberland was the picture. I'm like, oh yeah. wow, maybe that's where they end up at the end. He, you, you know, yep. yep. No, this looks cool. Um, you know, I always get a little uh, apprehensive when there's kids involved. Like, is the acting going to be good? But I have not read the comic, but everything I've heard about it is like it's beloved. So they if they do a good job of adapting, then I'm sure it will be good. So it looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks cool. Looks very cool. I don't have a whole lot else to say on it, not knowing what the comic is, but I'll be watching it. Dude, uh, Netflix is making so much they're, shit. They're making some some good moves right now. Cause two of the future Momoa projects are gonna come out on Netflix. 
This is a Netflix one. They've got a couple more. One, it's it's insane how much stuff Netflix is coming out with. Mm-hmm. How much money do they have, man? It I, more money than I can imagine. It's got to be, you know. <laughs> What's the thing? More I mean, money like, than ever. People complain that there's too many streaming services now, and I, and I get that. But like most people I know, if they have a couple, like Netflix is always one of them. It seems to be like if you're going to start cutting them, that's that's the one you keep. Because I've heard a lot of people are like, I I I I dropped Hulu to get this, or I dropped this other one to get this, or I wanted HBO, so I cut this other one. But I very rarely hear people say, it, and I cut Netflix. And I think it's because they're investing in so much original content that you really. You can't afford if you want to know, like if you want it, it, how do I put it? Well, I guess like if you were going to cut any of them, that's the one you don't want to lose because that's where the original content is. They have 25 movies still pending release this year. This year. Exactly. Fucking hell, dude. Because like you look at, you look at the HBO, uh, you look at HBO Max. It's like, here's what we've got coming out. Like about every three weeks, we've got a new movie, you know, Mm. like that's, that's not a ton. And everything else is, they like coming to hbo max okay here's a bunch of older stuff some of it i've seen some of it i haven't some of it that i haven't i do want to see some of it that i haven't i don't care to see i don't really care but as far as original stuff they are just crushing it over netflix well what they do too because they'll they'll make original movies for the u.s they'll make original movies for korea they'll make original movies for Mm -hmm. india so it's not it's funny because when we think i think most of the people that i know are in the u.s in fact all of them are here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So whenever I talk to anybody about like what's coming out, it's it's really interesting to find friends that are from elsewhere or they have family elsewhere, and they're like, "Oh, there's this great movie coming out in uh, you know in India," and I'm like, "Huh? Oh, there's a great movie coming in Korea, huh? Like, yeah. what are you talking about, dude? I would have no idea because we don't we don't usually get them here." Or they're not mm-hmm. they're not distributed highly or anything. Mm-hmm. But there's some great movies out there that are brought to the US and dubbed or just subbed and, and there's good mm-hmm. stuff, but we would never hear about it. And it's funny to think about Netflix, like it's a global I mean, if you've ever listened to any podcast that is sponsored by NordVPN or or right, Surfshark right, right, or whatever, and they're like, check out what else, you know, check out what UK Netflix has or what Korea Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh yeah, there are different Netflix, huh? Yeah. We don't have all of Netflix when you log in. You don't have access to everything. Yep. It's crazy to think, like, if you put all their servers together, how much more shit they would have than what's already up there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's made me kind of want to do a VPN to be able to go look at other countries and see what kind of stuff I'd be able to to get through Netflix. I'm like, I'm already paying for the service. Why the hell not, you know? Sure. Are you ready for He's All That? Um, is that your pick for Saturday? No, no, it's not because I make the picks around here. Uh, Jeez. no, who's? I, I mean, I know exactly what it is, but who's in it? How could it's, you not with the name it's, like that? It's it's the gender swapped remake of She's All That, correct? Yep. Okay, comes out in August. Addison Ray. Is, is it a bunch of like young actors who I don't know? Yeah, and and YouTubers. Yeah, and influencers and. Yep. <laughs> I mean Addison Ray right there. Who is that? Uh, social media personality and dancer. Okay. A huge following. So what on you're TikTok. telling me is okay. 
what, everything you're telling me is this movie was not made for me. <laughs> not made for you I at all. I don't have a bad thing to say about it because it's not for me. Yep. That's 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 my motto. If it's not for me, I'm not even gonna comment on it because I I'm just gonna stand. I'm just gonna end up sounding like the old man in his robe standing on his front lawn yelling at a cloud. <laughs> oh, that's some bullshit. So Rachel Lee Cook is gonna come back in the movie. Okay. To play Addison Ray's mom. But it's not who it's just not the it's same not, character from the original it's not, movie. It's a it doesn't connect. That's then fucking I'm not, annoying. Not interested. Hey. Yeah. You just pissed me means, off there. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That means it's a it's a straight up reboot, not a sequel, and it means I don't have to watch it. I don't have yep. to have any interest in it. <laughs> very, very true. You're like, huh? I don't give a shit it's anymore. This generation's she's all that, so I don't need to care about it. Beautiful. You know what? I'm gonna watch on August 27th when he's all that comes out. She's all that. She's all that. <laughs> While flipping off Netflix. (laughs) What day of the week is that? You Uh, said August. Hold on. I'm going to put that on my list. So I'm going to make that my recommendation. 827. We're watching. She's all that. All right. Oh, don't you worry, sir. I'm going to support you in this. (laughs) I hope that by that point, you've forgotten about it. So that I can be like, and guess what my pick for this day is. I'm gonna put that shit in my uh I gotta put that in my calendar. Guessing. Oh wow. Hmm. I can't even I can't even count this high. What the fuck? I can't even count this high. There so there what did I say, 25 that's slated for release in 2021. Uh-huh. I'm just scrolling down. And it's goes for twenty twenty two upcoming it's just pages films, and pages and pages. Just yeah. twenty. Well, some for whatever. Some still say July or say twenty twenty one, but they're not. It doesn't have a specific month attached to it. Gotcha. And then others are TBA. Mm-hmm. And it's. I, I mean, I don't even know how to fucking count this. Like, so twenty five that have been given a twenty twenty. A 2021 release date, and then a bunch that either don't have a release date or have only been listed as this year. Yeah, I mean, probably another, probably another 25 that have a 2020 release date, but not a specific date. That's because this 25 only goes up to October 1st. Oh, so the others are probably October, November, December, and there's probably at least another 25 or 30 in there. Then another. Mm-hmm dozen or so maybe 20 that have 2022 or 2023 but then another i don't know 60 50 in there that have tbas that's fucking insane dude it is but the great thing is is like we were just talking about with he's all that like a certain percentage of any new content from any streaming service is just not going to be for me sure Oh, sure. So if they tell me, like, oh, we're putting out a movie a month this year, I'm like, "Mm -hmm." there's probably one or two that I will like. But when you say we've got 25 coming out in the next few months, plus 25 more before the end of the year, that's that's just films. That's not even counting their series, I'm I'm imagining. I'm just in the film section. Exactly. I'm not on the original content. I'm not on the the animated series. I'm just looking at their... 
But here's the thing. This is why when Netflix goes, hey, look, we got to bump your, your, your monthly cost to the box. I go, okay. And people lose their minds. I'm, oh my yeah. God, you, when people, when yeah, people lose I, their I just, shit, I'm like, what's that, wrong with and you? And I'm just like, you're getting so much value. It's insane. Especially I'm paying less than one, you, t- one yeah. movie ticket a month. Yep. yep. And I could watch. Exactly. I, I was mean, just going to say that. Think I'm looking at I'm looking at June one two three four I don't know how many of these are coming out in America but let's just say just say you use NordVPN you can access all of them one right. two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven eleven movies in June. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. That's a hundred and fifty plus dollars right there if you were to go see all those in the theater. Let's say you go to a really shitty theater and you wait a month. Yeah, that's at least a hundred bucks. Uh-huh. In one month, I'm cool with 11.99. That works for me, bro. From the comfort of your own home, you don't have to sit watch it in one sitting. If you got shit to do, you could pause it. You don't have people talking through it. My phone, top my of that, iPad. Yeah, uh, you you can. You know, if you have a job like mine with a bunch of downtime, you can put things on when you're just killing time at work. So I get way more out of it than I would like even if you just did a straight comparison like how much you would pay for movies well I, I can't see this many movies because it's not like I can go I can say well I've got about an hour's worth of downtime at work let me run over to the movies and watch half a movie and then I'll go back next week and watch yep. the other half like it's just completely changed things and for people that go well you know when the pandemic's over I'm like not nah, my way of life is different now yep I've gotten used to this like I always had Netflix I always had this much access to the stuff but I've spent more time investing on let me see what's really in here let me figure out what stuff they have i mean just from doing this show and having to look up every day every monday i go online and i go what's coming out on netflix this week what's going on on prime this week what's coming out on hbo max this week what's coming out on disney plus to see what i can pull and almost all the stuff that i pulled it's new you've seen almost all of it's netflix they've got occasionally i'm like oh they've got a new movie on prime or on max but for the most part it's netflix well that's the thing you go what's what's a new movie coming out on uh disney plus Okay, Cruella's coming out, but it's going to be behind a paywall for five weeks. Right. Okay, what's coming hey, out I'll on, on Amazon drops. Prime? <laughs> there will be some some new stuff coming out on Amazon Prime. But it's very indie shit, too. Yep. So you got to be really into that. Like, I mean, we found a couple gems in there. Yep. But they're not, putting, they're not pumping out the numbers like Netflix is. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And the reality is because there's so few things that I've watched on Prime, I don't even think to open my Prime app when I'm on the TV, unless I'm specifically going in. Like when Sound of Metal came out, I'm like, oh yeah, that's on Prime. I need to go open Prime and watch it. I don't open Prime enough to just find out about stuff through trailers or whatever. I open Amazon on my phone to shop. You know, That's like, what I'm here for. Exactly. You, you're the one that always tells me the stuff I can find on Prime. Um, but... I watch Netflix enough to just see things in my recommendations. I scroll through Netflix. I don't really scroll through the other ones yet. I mean, maybe I'll get to that point, but they've got enough stuff that keep me coming back that I end up finding about other things. So, well, prime prime does annoy me from a searching perspective. Mm-hmm. Cause prime will be like, here's some cool stuff. And you're like, Oh shit, that movie's out. And then you click on your eyes. Oh, that it's for rent to rent. Yeah. I wish exactly. you could just have a That's filter. Exactly. Like just show me the free shit that you have as part yeah. of my membership. Mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want the tease. And then if I want to go to the rental section, yeah, or the rent slash buy section, then let me access that a different way. 
Yeah, there should like, be settings, and maybe maybe there are, but I don't think there are. I was going to say there should be settings in, in the apps for smart TVs to say turn off rentals. Don't even want to see them. I don't show me rentals. Yeah. Just show me what I can actually. I mean, because that's annoying. That is so annoying. Because first of all, we talked about this. I don't rent. I don't rent movies. If I'm going to pay for it, I want to own it. I want to be able to watch it again. And I get it's four bucks. Might be worth it. I mean, I maybe someday I will, but I just. You know, I'd rather, if I wait long enough, it'll be $5. So for the extra buck, I get to keep it, <laughs> you know, um, because it's that same thing of like, oh, I could pay $4 to rent this and watch it now, or I could go watch something else for free and come back and watch this when it's free. And by free, I mean, for what I'm already paying. Sure. So like, I'm already paying for Amazon Prime. I don't want to pay to rent. I'm already paying for Disney Plus. I don't want to pay to watch a movie now when I could wait to see it. Yeah. If I was going to pay to see it, I'd rather see it in theater. Like I could go see Cruella at the local theater if i really want to yeah at least i get the theater experience get the chair get the popcorn you know I can make popcorn here but it's just it's just not <laughs> it's just not i was gonna say if your girlfriend's missing the popcorn you could always walk in i would be curious if you could walk and go can i just buy some popcorn and leave they'd be like no there was I'm a like, theater i there just was really a, want to buy some popcorn theater i don't remember if it was here or in california i think it was in california that, that that's how they kept their uh employees employed in the early days of the pandemic, they were selling popcorn. You could just drive up and buy it, and people were doing it because I'm, they were wanted popcorn for their movies at home. Oh, they, yeah. they, got, they were just like, we want to keep our staff employed, so we figured out a way. We're making popcorn, and you just pull up, we hand it to you. So, Hey, man, if, if AMC over here had done that, like, if I got a notification on my app, like, look for your local popcorn, look for your local AMCs that are selling popcorn, and I could mm-hmm. roll up, pass a $10 bill, and they hand me a bucket of popcorn, they would have made tons of money off me, man. Mm-hmm. They would have made them at least we 10 did, bucks a week. We did buy like, um, I don't know if it's steel, but basically like a popcorn pan, like a specific pan. And we buy like the kernels, not, mm. not the like bagged popcorn, but we make our own popcorn on movie night here. Try to get as close to the movie experience as possible. And it's awesome. But Does still, it taste the same though? There's just, it's the closest I've ever had that wasn't at a movie theater. Let's put it that way. Okay. It doesn't taste like bagged popcorn that you microwave and always taste like a little burnt. You know, or it's good, but I'm kind of weird with some of those. The if you ever get the home style kind, it's it's supposed to have like some like, I guess they put stuff in the bag, so when it pops, it gets all mm. over the kernel. You know, yeah. But I'll take those and I'll t- I'll put it for like ten seconds over, so that it mm-hmm. does get a little burnt. I don't know why I like that mm. flavor. To mix, it's like the the burnt char mixed with the sweet sauce that's on it, like the mm. weird, but I like it. But if I were to get some popcorn at the theater and it was burnt, I would walk that shit back and be like, I'll take a new bucket, please. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then I'll take some more butter on the side. I like to take lobster with me to the theater just to be able to put that popcorn butter on it. <laughs> wow, I had no idea. Look, we have different. I haven't, been, I haven't been to see a movie with you in a very long time. I did. I did date a girl once. She, I would like to see you putting the little <laughs> bib on the little lobster bib. <laughs> Break it, dude! Get all the tools no. out. <laughs> I joke, but okay, it's weird because there's a, there's a theater there's a theater ba- uh, brand. Like, have you ever been to um? Oh fuck, what's it called? Um, what's the Texas brand of theaters? Oh, uh, Alamo. Yeah, Alamo Draft House. Draft Draft House. Have you ever been? I have not. It's okay. 
I think their their chairs are okay. The the little table things are like thigh high. I want them higher than that. Like they bumped into my mm-hmm. thigh. But there's another one. I forget what it's called because it was in when I lived in Indiana. But it was a oh, Flicks Brew House. It was a, a a brewery, like a craft brewery, and a movie theater. And you had like old school kind of like desks in front of you, but they were on rollers, so you could roll it to you, roll it away from you. Right, and you had a little call button and a little menu, and you could write out what you want, and then you put it up, and then you hit the call button. Someone would come by, and then all of a sudden, you know, ten minutes later, you've got a brand new beer in front of you, or thirty minutes later, you've got a pizza in front of you, or whatever. So it's weird that in those cases, I absolutely love eating and dining in, and it's kind of like dine-in right. experience. I go to an AMC, I want to recline back and watch a movie, and I don't know how, but the last two—not the last two, because I think I saw one more movie. Before the pandemic. But some of the last times I went, two times in a row. And mind you, this is AMC where you have to purchase your ticket in advance and select the seat you want. Somehow, Mm -hmm. two times in a row, the same guy, two weeks in a row, sat next to me. And both Mm -hmm. times, the dude would open up his bag and take out food. One time he had some sort of Chinese food. It was like sweet and sour. I'm like, that is a weird smell to have in this theater right now. Yeah. And then second time, he had a sandwich and pickles. And I'm like, what is fucking going on right now? Like. That is not cool. It was so weird. And he would always take his shoes off. (gasps) (laughs) Bro. Dude, I'm like, this was the weirdest shit. It was the weirdest. And I'm like, how did you get sat next to me two weeks in a row? And granted, it's the like, you know, 750 show, whatever, both times or whatever. So maybe him and I just had really, we were synced up on Thursday nights when we go to the movies. Yo, I don't know. But I was like, how did you somehow get next? Like, it kind of makes me wonder how many other movies that I go see that he was in my theater, but happened to sit yeah. somewhere else. Because like, or. That's or just crazy. You you went to see different movies, but you were in the theater at the same in time. The you're in the theater at the same time. Dude. I'm I, sorry. I California the is too big of a place that, to that. To, yeah, that's true. That's too weird for that to ever happen. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I had my routine down for Thursday nights, new movies, two movies on Thursday night, if there were two new releases. And to make that timing worked. I was absolutely seeing one at six and one at nine, whatever the closest showing was. And I had to line it up. So if there's some other dude that was going to the same theater and trying to pull the same thing using his, you know, AMC stubs, like I want to get the two new releases in on one night, save money on the drink. I only got to buy one drink. I can refill it all night kind of thing. Sure. There's a good chance we were in the same theater, but the part about ending up in the chairs next to each other. I mean, I get like, you kind of, you want to sit where you want to sit, but that is weird that not only it happened twice, it happened two weekends in a row. In a row. It was the weirdest thing, dude. As if that happened to me, as much as I love the theater, like one time I would have been like, "Oh, I had the worst experience." This guy took his shoes off. The next week I go back, the same guy comes in and takes his shoes off. I might not go to the movies anymore. (laughs) Okay, see, you won't you won't like me because I'll go in sandals and I'll kick my sandals off. But those are sandals. Mm. It's exposed Mm. feet. He took his shoes off. That's just weird to me. Listen. I was on a flight one time. Oh no! In the front row, so it's just the wall. Yeah, kinda. you got the wall, 
dude next to me kicked off his shoes. He had sandals. Kicked off his sandals on the flight and then put his bare feet up on, up the, wall. on the wall. Yeah. Yep. That's gross. And and I've had people say that didn't really happen. That's just something people talk about. And You're then about I showed them the photo? photos that I took. <laughs> I no, I'm not going to do it. I saw you grab your phone you, a second ago. I'm like, oh, no, no, God, no. don't do it. You didn't tell me that didn't happen. If you had said that never happened, oh, I, I absolutely like, right. believe Because the problem is, I'd have to remember what date it was. But it happened. It absolutely happened, and I was so pissed that I was like, I don't even see, care if he sees me taking a picture. Oh, people <laughs> are like, disgusting creatures, man. Yep. Yep. I do. I will say, I this is such a fucking weird diversion in the show. But Tangent, but that's okay. I had a lady okay. come in and sit. I forget what I was watching. It was in. It was some sort of a Marvel movie because I remember she was really happy and she was screaming, and so I was like, okay. You're at least a fan, so I'm not gonna be mad at you. Mm-hmm. But she came in, <laughs> and she had she had a big bag with her, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" But then she pulled out a full on blanket and got herself all cozy, and I'm like, "Can't be mad at that. I'm not gonna be mad at right. that. It's cold in here sometimes." Okay, mm-hmm. she was a little lady, like a little older lady, so I'm like, "All right, right. it was cool." But then she broke out the one liter of Coke, and I was like, "I mean, okay, nobody's gonna check your bag. All right." <laughs> she put that down then she brought out the bag of red vine that you know loose leaf red vine i was like damn lady you just be cheap as shit i mean respect the game i get it like nobody's checking you you got in probably once you figure i'll do this all the time my mom used to do that we used to eat sandwiches in the theater like i get it <laughs> and she was totally cool it was just it made me giggle that she had like like i, I expected her to bust out a pillow and take a nap you know she was just so yeah. comfy and like but okay, you want the movie theater experience, but you want to have the hominess of, of being at home? Mm-hmm. All right. And she never once like encroached upon my area. She tucked her her little blanket in, you know. She made sure like this is my cubby hole, this is my area. And she had her one liter of Coke, which I thought was fucking hilarious. And then she ate her bag of licorice. All right. I don't know if she had her shoes on, but it didn't matter because she was all wrapped up in her, her her sleeping bag, essentially. So works for me. It's funny because I was thinking about the story you told before that. And as I thought about it, I'm like, I've had that happen to me. But it's a little different. I had the same guy sit next to me multiple times in the same theater. But it's because it was the um, theater that showed classic movies on Wednesday night. So it was only in one theater, only at seven o'clock, only on Wednesday nights. And, and I liked to go see almost all of them. So it made sense that he'd be back every time. Right? Sure. But he also brought in a bunch of bags. Now, I have a working theory. I believe he, was, he may have been homeless because he brought in so much stuff with him. And then he bought popcorn and drinks and the staff would actually carry it up to his seat for him. But he always came in late. And... When they made the switch, I mean, in, in the early days, I sat like in certain area, and if if he came in and was making a bunch of noise, I would just get up and move. But they switched to recliners that were assigned seats, and I was like, "What do I do now?" Because multiple times I'd sit down, I'm like, "All right, he's not here, I'm safe." And it wasn't because he was homeless. It's not like he smelled. I don't think he smelled. It's just he made so much damn noise. Sure. Because he put all these bags under his seat, and then he would shuffle through them like looking for stuff during the movie, and then multiple times. He would come in after it already started and sit down next to me. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> now, if I move, he's right next to me. Cause, you know, before they put the recliners in, there was a little more space. But if I move, it's very obvious. But I'm just like, I can't do it. I would get up for a refill. I would just leave. Cause, you know, it's classic film night. I've probably seen it. 
get up to get my refill and just not come back. I'd go to the other side of the theater. I just couldn't take the noise. So I get what you're saying, but like, like in your situation in an AMC, first run films, so many different things people could see at different theaters, different theaters within the bigger theater, different show times. That's weird to see the same person twice in a row. That's never happened to me. Classic film night. It was kind of the same people every week. So you no, that, that makes but, sense. That was, but it was like such a bummer when you'd be 15 minutes in the movie going like I'm safe. And then here he comes with sure. all this stuff. And I'm like, no dude. Well, well that's like when AMC does like, Oh, we're going to do a, you know, every weekend we're going to do one studio Ghibli film. That would make right. sense. If you saw the same people you'd showing the same up to people. That. Absolutely. That would yeah, absolutely yeah. make sense. And if you happen to somehow get seated next to somebody, Especially like I, I have my sweet spot. Yeah. And so if I'm going to buy tickets weeks in advance, I'm going to wait to get the showing of where I want to sit. Right. So I can absolutely see someone sitting right next to yep. me. Yep. Sitting right next to me multiple times in a row. Like I know logically it could happen. It's just so weird. Like the mm-hmm. odds of yeah, that are just exactly. so weird. The odds are just astronomical. Oh, weird Friday tangents. What's happening Saturday? Saturday. Yeah, let's just close it out with a real quick one on Saturday because we're not going to watch a trailer. Because okay. my Saturday pick is Saturday Morning Cartoons with the Bad Batch. Uh, I tried putting up the trailers for the new episodes in the past. They're never actually the they trailer for the episode. Yeah, nothing to do with the- they don't do. They're not doing it. I've looked on like the basically the official like uh, Disney Plus or Star Wars YouTube has one trailer. It's just got the trailer for Bad Batch. So I'm putting that up in the show notes, but there's nothing for us to watch because everything I've watched, even when I find trailers for episodes, they're... They're they're fan made after the fact. Yeah. We cut together some some scenes from last week to make a trailer out of it, but a, and a, a trailer for last week does me no good. I don't know what's going to happen this week. I have no clue. I imagine they're going to go to yet another planet and have another adventure, and I'm all in for it because yeah. I'm loving this show. Let's I have it. some thoughts for what I would like them to do next year. Like they could do this formula for the rest of the year, but then let, let's introduce something next year, and I just hope. For season two, they get some new clothes. <laughs> is it is it official that you're getting we're getting season no. two? No right. idea. It just it just makes me think that since this is kind of a continuation of the Clone Wars, that essentially over at Disney Animation now or Star Wars, the animation department of Lucasfilm, they've they've got a team that's dedicated to working on this, and it's that animation style that you would think they would want to keep it going as long as it's popular. Sure. So my hope is if it keeps going. I'd like to see them get out of the clone armor because the one thing you kind of have to suspend disbelief is they're wanted and they're walking down the street of all these planets dressed as clones and yeah. Hunter's walking around without his mask. Now, I know he looks a little different, but also he looks very unique. Like, yeah. if he's that wanted, he'd be able to find. I get from a, a point of view, like, I, I know that in all the background stuff we used to read about Rebels, they'd talk about the costs of changing their look. Like, it very rarely would happen mid-season to usually get new looks at the end of the year. So I just hope for next year they they give them new designs of like, we're trying to blend in. We're wanted. Oh, you mean yeah, the cost of the design here. team to Yeah, animate, apparently like it's, it's so much more expensive than we would think it would be to, to design a new character. You know, it doesn't seem like it would. <laughs> I thought you meant the cost like for them, oh, for to, them to buy new buy armor. I'm like, no. I'm like, it can't be that much, dude. They could just kill someone and take it. Like, <laughs> Right. I'm pretty sure they've worn different clothes, Patrick. It's not that hard. <laughs> yeah, they have two looks. Helmet on, helmet off. <laughs> yeah. Well, like like Hunter wears like a, a, a t-shirt. Yeah. It's not a cool look. Yeah. 
It's not yeah, an armored look, but I get yeah. what you're saying. I would love, but I would love for them to just get a total redesign next year of like, even if there's a little bit of a time jump, like, all right, let's catch up with them now. They're not still wearing their clone armor. Cause it is a little weird. They're, they're really identifiable, but it, you know what? I suspend disbelief for it. Cause I, I get it. Like, this is what you get. I'm happy to just have the show and I don't want to poke, poke holes in it. This isn't rebels where I'm going to complain. Every well, week. I was just going to say, so that's why I made it my, my hope for next year. But not- didn't, didn't Rex in rebels wear like mad max styled version of his clone armor. Yeah. So maybe they, they yeah. just like, maybe they just like, can't let go of the armor, you know? Yeah. But I, I could buy that. Like they're not ready to change it yet, but I just hope that like, if, if the show continues, just, they're going to, you know, they typically do the redesigns in between seasons. So I hope we get something cool. Like, give them something cool. But, like, if they end up just being a band of mercenaries, then let, let's get them all, like, very unique. I mean, their armor is unique when you look at it. They're all a little different. But I hope that next year it doesn't look like clone armor. Give them something cool that's uh, that doesn't make them... It's A lot of it is just the helmet. Once they put the helmet on, they look like clone troopers. And since their armor isn't regular clone troopers, you would think when they're walking down the street and clones walk past them, someone would go... Isn't that a squad 99? The guys we're supposed to be looking for. <laughs> Anyways, I honestly don't have a bad thing to say about the show. I enjoy no. it so much. It, it just feels like it's been clone fun. Wars is back. And I've, I, even though we got new clone wars last year, once again, we thought that was going to be the end. So this has been great. I love it. I'm right there with you. And I think that's it. That's our show. Oh, wait, no, we end the show by me asking you if you have anything, what do you got? You no, anything I got nothing. So further out. All right, well, then that's our show, folks. <laughs> I'm kidding. We got what a new got? Got uh, we got a new Eternals trailer. Well, our first Ooh. real Eternals trailer. Right, because we only got some like uh, teaser some... footage in the in that Marvel Phase Four. Yeah. Hey, look at all this amazing stuff we have. I was amazed that we got that, but when we did get that, I was like, "Oh, trailer's coming soon, yeah. baby." Yeah. Uh-huh. I was curious if they were going to wait for something big, and then I realized there is nothing big. There's nothing really going on right now. <laughs> There's no big like Super Bowl type shit going on, so yeah, they're just gonna true. drop it when they want to drop it, and then all of a sudden yeah. wake up one morning and it's well, like, hey, look over here. And that's the thing they they I mean we kind of talked about this back in the in the Radio Free Mandalore days about like when are they gonna when are they gonna drop the big Star Wars trailer? Will they do the Super Bowl? And you realize they don't have to. They can put it put the Star Wars trailer out, and people will just keep sharing it. Like, yeah, they would just put it on Instagram, and people will share it so many times that everyone will see it. So. I mean, Marvel is the biggest dog now. They don't need to wait for a big event and pay a bunch of money. All they need to do is put it up on YouTube and just let it let it spread. Oh, yeah. Because so. you're going to get people like us reviewing it and looking at it. You're going to have other people who yep. have their own YouTube channels that all they do is break down every single millisecond of yep. trailers. And it's just going to spread like wildfire without them having to spend any money on actual marketing on it. I mean, I'm sure they're going to do TV spots and all that kind of shit like they normally do. But if you want to build some groundswell and not have to spend a penny on it, you put it up on YouTube and then just blow the whistle, hit the notification bell and boom. Yep. It's where the next thing you it's know, so Pavlovian of us. It's like, Hey, this is out. You're like, yeah. I'm going to eat you up. Like, uh huh. Yeah. And the next thing you know, that two dudes that have a podcast about movies decide to do uh, an episode devoted just to a trailer. So speaking of that, why don't we switch gears and we, uh, we could review this on your show. Hollywood and Vine. No. 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 Never. Just okay, kidding. no. Just never. Kidding. No, it's fine. All right. Well, then that's going to do it for Pop Culture Forecast. Join yeah. us on Hollywood and Vine for our first look at the Eternals trailer. Woohoo. Like and subscribe. Bye.
Thanks for listening. Drop us a line at popcultureforecast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at popcultureforecast and on Twitter at popculture, the number four, cast. Pop Culture Forecast is a proud member of the Radio Free Podcasting Network. For more information and to find other great podcasts, visit RadioFreePodcasting.com. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Pop Culture Forecast. And until then, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. Don't do it. Don't do it. She's got to go. Hold on. Go do what you got to do. You got to go. You know it. As soon as I moved, you ran. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. Tim is chasing his cat out of the room now. Ooh. You hear that? And he's back. Damn, this chair creaks. I guess she just jumps up and she's like staring at the top of the... Th- I know she's about to jump. She's doing the math in her head. Oh, she's... Doing geometry. She's literally... She's just thinking, I could jump here and then I could jump over there. Parkour, I could do it. And I, if I get over here, then I could jump. Parkour. <laughs> just like, no. Stop it. Hold on. Will mm. you stop? Hey, lay down. Stop showing Tim your butthole. No, you can show me your butthole anytime you want. You just stop jumping. Thank you for that sound clip. Not you, the cat. Too late. Gross. Why would you want that?